Please listen to the end for information about how you can help support and grow this podcast. Welcome to ESL RPG. On this episode, everybody has lunch and then goes to High Hedge and then a... Does this say talking chicken? Lunch time? Yeah, cause... Let's eat something. <laughs> okay, and so you go to the tavern and order lunch, and you have a nice lunch. Nothing uh, nothing special happens at the tavern, just normal patrons, people drinking, people eating. Yeah, you know, you guys drink, eat as well, and before you know it, you finish, you feel full. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, don't forget, we also have that sword again. Ooh, I wanted to talk to a blacksmith about a helmet with a less scary face. Okay, so what do you want to do first? So the sword is west of Vergost, near High Hatch. Okay! <laughs> okay, so as you remember, the sword was stolen from him by uh, Knowles. West of Bergost. So if you want, you can hit west. So let's find the gnolls. Blacksmith later. So do you hit to High Hedge? Yes. Okay. So as you travel west from Bergost, and uh, it's kind of a little hilly area, uh, lots of grass fields, and then after almost an hour of walking... You notice in the distance a smallish fortress. It's like a kind of round building with towers, six towers, like in a, uh, what you call it? Hexagon? Hexagon, yeah. So it's, it's like a, a fortified building more than a fortress, which matches the description the uh, halfling told you about, where the wizard lives. You see high hatch in the distance, and... Um, Sorry? Oh, eight. Okay. Eight towers. <laughs> An octagon. Well, you, you see six towers because, you know, you can see it from, not, not from above, uh, but from the side. So you don't see the two towers okay. on the opposite side. It's okay. Aerie can't count that high anyway. Yeah. Anyway, you also see a small forested area north of High Hedge. Not too far from it, though, like maybe 50 meters to the north, which seems like a perfect place for someone to hide or ambush. So where do you want to go? You can either go to High Hedge, to High Hedge, you can go to the forest, or you can go back to Berghoff. Aerie's gonna look! Look what? Look in the what? We look stuff. What? <laughs> stuff. We don't know. We look. Okay. <laughs> you understand what you're saying. Every time you're in a zone, you can look for hidden things. It's like looking around the zone. <laughs> finding. <laughs> Aerie is not smart, but he is wise. <laughs> See? Intelligence is five, but wisdom is a uh, very high eleven. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because wisdom is about experience, not things. Okay, yes, you are wiser, but so why are you not looking? 
Okay. <laughs> Anybody else wiser than Ari want to look? Yeah. <laughs> No. Okay. Fourteen. Ten. Sixteen. Five. Okay. Um, who rolled highest? She rolled highest. Okay. You don't find anything, but there being a um, you know, like powerful wizard's house nearby, you do think there might be something here. After all, maybe you just haven't looked hard enough yet. Yeah, but you don't find anything. There might be something lying around this area, but I don't see it. Look more. 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 All right. Yeah. All right, let's check again. That was worse. Nine. <laughs> Nine. The honest dice. Uh, Nineteen. Nineteen? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Looking again, you do notice this time a um, trapdoor hidden really well uh, between rocks and grass and whatever else is out there. And as you open the trapdoor, it's, it's unlocked. You find a um, what seems to be an old storage that's no longer being used, and everything's been you know either looted or stuff that has gone bad, rusted, whatever. But there's one thing you find, and it's a big two-handed sword. And as you inspect it, you notice it's really, really good quality. And it's known to some people as the Frost Giant's Dagger. And it's a two-handed sword plus one. I found a sword. A very big sword. I just had a crazy idea. What? Airy is big enough that two-handed weapons are one-handed. <clears throat> Fall and sword together. <laughs> I believe this sword would go very well for Ari. What do you think? Ari, can you hold this sword? I can hold! Rishi! Nico smart! That will help you. Ari is... That experience, he does take out his ball. <laughs> <laughs> he does not know the word. Enjoy <laughs> your sword, Eric. Wait, intelligence check, right? Yeah. Any word too difficult, I should roll an intelligence check. <laughs> <laughs> and you have an epiphany. Together? <laughs> yes, you can use them together. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> well, at least that might keep Harry from always resorting to grappling. Meanwhile, tell me more about this sword. So you know, spark- sparky, sparkly, sparkly, familiar, and together. Uh, although that was a natural twenty, doing extra. Okay, you get together plus. The next word that you, you that you would have to roll for, you get for free. Okay. Meanwhile, yeah, uh, Frost Giant's Dagger. This is one of those points where the cards for items come in handy. Anyway. Uh, okay. So, anyway. It's a... Melee. Yeah, it's a uh, kind of stylish two-handed sword. Like, not your average. Better question. I do not think even... 
being a single-handed weapon, it qualifies as a light weapon for Harry. Oh, really? Yeah, two-weapon fighting, unless you have the feet, it's just for light weapons. Okay. So you can't use both. But I can use my shield at the same time. Sure. I mean, but now you have a mole, which is bludgeoning, and a sword, which is slashing. Yeah. So you have two different, but, you know, damage types. Yeah. Yeah. There is that. Anyway. Right, so either you go to High Hedge, you go to the forest north of High Hedge, or you go back to Bear Ghost. Or to High Hedge to find a soul. Okay, so you go to High Hedge, and it's kind of quiet, like in the immediate surroundings are really quiet. There's no gnolls or anything out there, but you do kind of in the distance, further west, you do hear like, help, help, like sounds like someone calling for help a little further, but it, it, it kind of sounds off. Like it's not, it's not even a person. It sounds more like a animal mimicking like human speech. Like a really clever human. I hear someone in distress. Shall we go help them? He go heard something. Shall we hear? Okay, let's find what's happening there. Okay, so you follow the noise. Yeah. Roll for listening perception. You do. Oh, two. Sixteen. Seventeen. Twelve. Twelve. Two, you hear the... You hear Hegel screaming that someone's in trouble. That's all you hear. Everyone else does hear the sound, and you follow it, and the only thing you see is a, like, kind of wild mountain cat. So, a puma. Right, yeah, but like a... Not really a threat to you guys. Like, you could probably just chase it away if you scared enough. It seems more interested in something else that's kind of like hiding between some rocks, and the cat can't really get to it. We can look at the cat. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <Bye>, kitty. <laughs> kitty. Kitty. Okay. Kitty. Small? It's like a everything is small to Harry. <laughs> you know, like a cat is like this size, right? Uh-huh. Normal cat, like um, this mountain cat is like this size, right? It's bigger kind of bigger, one, right? Yeah. I'd like to check the area where the cat is living. It's kind of hard to check while the cat is clawing there, oh. so you will have to remove the cat first. Me do grapple. <laughs> okay. Harry is nice, though. He will try scruffing the cat. Wow. 27. Okay, before the cat realizes that the ogre was even there, you grab it by its neck. Like, it's... Yeah, scruff. scruff. Which is a... You know, for cats, it's like a automatic reflex where they can't really move anymore. And yeah, you're holding a cat that seems really domestic at this point. <laughs> Pretty kitty. But it's uh, it is freaked. It's just freaked out. So it starts like trying to get loose from your grip. Pretty kitty. Scratch it up the chin. Anybody else who wants to do something can do something. 
No! <laughs> you don't want to look where the cat was looking. Now I'd like to check the area where the cat was looking. Okay. Yeah, you can roll. And to look. Perception? Yeah, perception. Okay. Twelve. Okay, so as you look between the rocks, you notice a chicken. chicken. A live chicken. <laughs> and it, at first it seems surprised to see you like it's conscious. Like not, like not as in animal conscious, but like conscious as in a intellectual being conscious. So a smart chicken. Yes, <laughs> a smart chicken. And as it sees you, you, you kind of hear like a mix between a chicken's, what, go- gobble? Gobbling? Uh, clucking. Clucking. <laughs> yeah, like a chicken. Oh, no, that's turkey. <laughs> yeah. It's like a mix between the clucking and human speech, but, which I can't really mimic, so I'll just talk normally. <laughs> oh, thank the gods. Keep going. Thank the gods, it proclaims as it sees you. I thought the cat was going to eat me. Is the cat gone? You want to roll a... You want to roll an insanity check? I don't even know how that would work. I know D20. So yeah, so it's a talking chicken. Which asked you a question. It's all on you, Eagle. Does anyone else here see a talking chicken? <laughs> no. <laughs> Look inside this little area. There is a chicken here. Here he starts scratching the cat behind his ears. <laughs> I don't believe what I'm seeing. I'm behind the door, Ari. I cannot see anything. Where is the chicken? So Ari has the cat up by the scruff. Eagle is staring into the rocks where the cat was. Jen is yeah. behind. You are wherever you want to be. If you want to go over and look at what Eagle is talking about, you can. All right, so the chicken asks again, is the cat still out there? Elry, are you still holding that cat? Yes, pretty kitty. I see. Girlfriend. Please get rid of the cat before... It eats me. Ellery, this chicken in here, it's very afraid of that cat. Okay, we go this way. <laughs> Don't go too far, Ellery. Just where the chicken cannot see you. This far, okay? <laughs> I think so, Ellery. I think that's fine. Okay, meanwhile, since Ellery's got the cat up by the scrub anyways, he checks between the legs. <laughs> You see fur. Yeah, I know, but girl, cat, or boy, cat? Uh, it's a. Uh, it seems male. You good boy. <laughs> what you name, Dad? What he name? His name. Maybe just kind of, just kind of speak, right? No, the cat is clawing at the yogurt. <laughs> okay, okay, you can name him. Okay, me name him. Jan! Why? <laughs> good name! Jan is me! <laughs> no good? So, how do you do if you call Jan to me? It means food. Me head hurt. <laughs> <laughs> 
Other name, please. Tom? Tom. Tom, okay? The cat is still clawing at you. <laughs> Tommy's okay. Okay, Tom. I scratch him behind the ear again. <laughs> yeah, the cat doesn't doesn't like it. It's clawing at you. <laughs> Fair enough. He ain't moving. <laughs> Meanwhile, back to you guys. So the chicken asks again, is the cat still out there? <laughs> Meg, do you hear this chicken? Um, I go close to the chicken. I didn't hear anything. What did you hear? This chicken is very strange. Listen, are you guys going to keep on staring at me or are you going to help me? <laughs> uh, hello, Mr. or Mrs. Chicken. Um, what do you want us to do for you? Oh, thank the gods. Finally, someone who doesn't run away. My name is Melikam, and I'm an, uh, I was an apprentice of the, uh, of the wizard living in um, High Hedge. But one of my spells went wrong, and I was changed into this chicken. So please take me to High Hedge. <laughs> Did you hear all of that, Megaranya? Yes. Ah, so I am not crazy. Very well. So we can bring this guy, Mr. Melikom, with us to High Hedge. I think that is a great idea. We take Tom too? No, we don't. We can't bring Tom with us. Tom lives here, Eri. This is his home. We cannot take him. Eri takes the angry ball of <laughs> scratching fury and puts it next to his face. But he cute! <laughs> How close to your face? About <laughs> this close. Okay, you get a claw in your face. Okay, how much damage? Uh, well, big, big ogre, one damage. Okay. Tom, be nice. <laughs> Eri, I believe he is afraid to leave his house. Leave him here, please. Okay. Wait, one, wait. Do I have any jerky or dried fish or anything like that in my pack? What do you have? Uh, well, provision scope. It just says rations 10 days of. Um, yeah, sure. You have dried meat. Okay. Well, I mean, rations like 10 days, so you wouldn't want, you, you wouldn't take any food that spoils soon, right? Well, no, not really. So, dried meat stays, stays good for long time. Okay. I take out some dried meat and slowly lower Tom to the ground with the dry meat in front of him. Okay, do you let go of him? Tom, be nice, eat food. Let go. Okay, as you let go, the smell of the meat kind of, you know, overpowers his uh, urge. And he grabs onto the meat and you let go of the meat? Okay, yeah, I let go of the meat. Okay, takes it and runs off the opposite direction. Bye, Tom. 
And in the distance, you hear a angry meow. <laughs> yeah, I figured. Well, Barry didn't, but I did. Okay, and the chicken saw the cat running away. Thank you for chasing off the cat. Now let's go to high head so I can go turn back into my uh, human shape. Chicken talk? <laughs> yes, the chicken is talking. Hi, chicken. Where did you tame an ogre? This ogre is a paladin trained in the holy ways. What mean tame? You are very kind, Eric. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh. He explained it, so you still have your freebie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. And I thought I was the weirdest thing here today. So, he wants to go to High Hedge. Yeah, let's go to High Hedge. This talking chicken is cute but weird. Right. So, just a two-minute walk back towards High Hedge, you get to the building, Octagon, and... Anyway, so you go to High Hedge, it's open, you can go in. There's no real defenses. Hi, chicken say come here. (laughs) The wizard looks not so happy with your unexpected arrival. And he sighs, Ah, more adventurers? What do you guys want? (laughs) Picking up the chicken. (laughs) Chicken say come here. Um, He looks at the ogre. You know, and obviously understanding that ogres don't have high intelligence. And he looks at the rest of the party who seem more in- <laughs> intelligent than the ogre. Yeah, not hard enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like ogres in my house, especially ogres that uh, hallucinate about talking chickens. I don't buy livestock from uh, peasants like you guys, so if you're through, please get out of my house. Does somebody want to explain that the chicken is not a chicken? Mm-hmm. Um, we met this chicken guy who is Mr. Malcolm. Wait, uh, hang on, Malcolm. Malcolm, is that you? And the chicken flaps its wings. Yes, master, it's me. Please help me. The wizard, like at first, seems surprised at the um, mention of Malcolm. So obviously, he seems to know this chicken or person, but then grows more like annoyed, angry, disappointed, and addresses the chickens. I wish I could help you, but you did this to yourself. You shouldn't have stolen those magic scrolls. You know, if you tamper with magic without proper training, this is what happens. The chicken seems more agitated now and more panicked. No! Master, please help me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to steal from you. And, you know, the wizard does seem kind of sympathetic. And, you know, I do. I wish I could help you, but I don't think there's a way to turn you back because the scroll you stole was a cursed scroll. And, yeah, they both kind of go silent, being in thought about what to do. We help? We can possibly help break this curse. Is there a way to do that? Um, you know, there might be a way to do a magic spell, but it's not guaranteed to work. But I, w- I would need a 
item of undeath before I can cast it. Where can we find this item? Well, what I basically need is part of an undead monster, whether it's a zombie's arm or a skeleton's head. So any undead creature, just take any part of it. It will have the undead magic inside that part, which I need for this spell. If you're willing to help, you know, not far from here, sometimes there's a skeleton sighted. You know, there's a, there's some burial tombs here nearby that are always infested with dark magic. Usually, you know, they stay in that area. They don't really bother anyone, but you could probably find them there. Movie undead part? He sits flapping his arm as an example. Movie undead part. <laughs> you know, cut off but still moving. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it would probably depend on the creature, I, I suppose. I don't really... I'm not that kind of wizard, so I don't really know that much about undead. Um, all I need is just a part of an undead monster. We had hurt. There is an unholy area, area that we have that we can find. We must go cleanse this place. We can use it to help the chicken as well. Whoa, whoa, whoa! This place is, yeah, it's been around for like a long time. So there are lots of dead. The, there's lots of dark magic there, but there's no way to lift that curse. I mean, there's always going to be undead there. Just, I need one part, just get that part and come back here. Okay, let's go kill a skeleton. <laughs> let's go smash some bones. Leader, go. Yes. Okay, you guys take off. And it doesn't take you long to find a burial ground. Yeah, it's like an old kind of um, like mausoleum type thing. And as luck would turn it, there you do hear something inside the mausoleum. Obviously, it goes much deeper underground, and, you know, it doesn't really seem like a pleasant place to go that far in. But, like, the mausoleum does have a, like, chamber above ground, you know, like the main building, kind of, with some of the uh, graves in there. And then it goes down into a crypt. You have no idea how deep, but... But you do hear some movement in that building on the first floor. Can go yeah, you can. It's uh, unlocked. It's a, there's actually no door. It's just a doorway. Mm. Mm. Then I walk inside. Okay. And as you go inside the room, there's a skeleton moving. And as it sees you, it comes in to attack you. Okay, so they need to help the talking chicken by getting a bone from an undead thing. That's what's going to happen next time. Thank you for listening to ESLRPG. This podcast is recorded at MT English School in Toyama, Japan. Real quick, we'd like to say thank you to our patrons. So, thank you to our patron, King Michael, first of his name, master of Cherry Hafweissens, and ruler of the Land of Awesome. Hello there. This is Oleg from ESLRPG. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us by becoming a patron on Patreon at ASL RPG. 
Patrons get access to such benefits as updates on future of the podcast, voting on one-shots, and access to full unedited recordings. Also, if you're a game master or like role-playing, we recommend our friend Matt's Patreon at Milby's Maps. He creates massive maps for fantasy games, including castles and whole cities. If you like what you see, consider supporting him. Finally, one of the biggest ways you can support this podcast is by recommending it to any friends who might be interested. If you know someone who likes games, uh, is studying English, or is looking for ideas for their classroom, let them know about us. Every new listener helps. Благодарим за подписку на наш канал.